Motiversity family, it's Marcus Taylor. And I want to thank you for tuning in to the Motivation Daily Podcast by Motiversity, one of the top 50 podcasts in the world. If you enjoy listening to Motiversity and this podcast, you need to download the Mindset Daily Motivation app. On it, you'll gain access to thousands of motivational speeches, including Motiversity's and mine. And now, with the new Mindset Alarm feature, you can start each day with purpose, waking up to powerful audios like this one. You may be average, you may be ordinary, but you have the opportunity every single day to make extraordinary decisions. And what you do today will determine your future. To download Mindset, just go to MindsetApp.com or search for Mindset Daily Motivation on the Apple or Google Play Store and listen to motivational speeches while getting ready for the day. Click the link to download Mindset now and get ready to transform your life. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Everybody's story starts out the same way on an average, ordinary day. You know, you don't expect to wake up and all of a sudden your life change, but it does and from time to time, and we don't have the tools quite often to deal with it when life hits you that hard. Spencer Beach's life changed forever when he found himself engulfed in a flash fire, receiving third and fourth degree burns to 90% of his body. So I woke up on April 24, 2003, just an average day. I had a feeling in my stomach about a job I was being sent to. Now, in the new home industry, flooring is the last major trade to go in. And we just put the wrong color of flooring throughout the main level. Well, my employer had a method where you take a chemical, you dump it all over the floor, let it soak for a couple moments, the chemical would reactivate the glue, and the flooring would peel up in sheets. Saved us tons of time, loads of money. Unfortunately, it came with a side effect. It was highly explosive. And I had two instructions. They were to turn the thermostat down to its low setting, and open up doors and windows for ventilation. Four in the afternoon, the sun was going down, temperatures were cooling off, and I had both the doors open, so when the thermostat read that outside temperature being below the 16 degrees Celsius, the furnace kicked in. It pulled the fumes down the cold air return, ignited them at the furnace, shot them back up, and created a violent explosion that I was in. When the fire started, I had no clue what was happening. All I knew was just a second ago, this was a normal house and now I am engulfed in flames. I sprung up from my knees and I reached out and grabbed onto the front door handle and I pulled with all my strength. Honestly, this door was opening just fine a second ago and now it's not opening at all. So I just let go of the door handle, I turned to my right, I ran through the hallway, past the half bathroom and into the laundry room where the grad entry was. Was everything fire at that time? Everything's fire and the entire area I was working. It's the fumes that were burning, so the entire room, the area was filled with fire. In that moment, I thought about my wife, Tina, and she was four months pregnant with our first child. I thought about how I was never gonna hold her again, kiss her, take her on a date, have dinner with her. 
And I was never going to know if I had a boy or girl, what color their hair was going to be or their eyes, what their name was going to be. I'd never throw ball, play catch, teach them sports, walk them down an aisle, take them to school. I was going to miss everything. We've all made our lists of first. And a list of firsts is a great, it's a fun list to make, right? Like, first time I went on a date, or first time I kissed somebody, first time I got an A, first time I got a trophy, first time I drove a car, you know, all these things are the first time. Those are exciting lists to make, and they're fun lists to make. But if you get injured and your life changes really quick, you go through some kind of trauma, you get to make a different type of list. And it's the list of last. Last time my friend called me. Last time my spouse told me she loved me. That's not a fun list to make. Tell me one problem you had five years ago. It's hard to remember. You don't even think about it, right? But at that time, I guarantee you five years ago, you had stuff going on in your day that were stressing you out and mm -hmm. overtaking the, your day. And yet they were so meaningless. You can't even remember what they are five years ago, uh, five years ago later. Yeah, and in the moment, it's everything. It's, it's like, everything. if I don't pass this exam, you know, my life's over, right? Just totally yeah. leaves your mind. Yeah. The only thing that anyone will ever bring up is if someone in those most important thoughts was impacted. When I was in this near-death experience, all I could think about was my wife and my unborn child. I didn't care about anything else. I didn't care about that job. I didn't care if it ever got done. I didn't care about paying my bills. I didn't care about playing my friend's bachelor party that night. I didn't care if he ever got married. I didn't care about nothing other than my wife and my unborn child. Outside of the house, I was screaming my life was over. In the ambulance, I was begging the paramedic for too much medication. I didn't actually want to make it to the hospital. I don't know what came over me. I must have stopped thinking about myself and started thinking about Tina and our little baby because my exact words were, I don't care, do what it takes. I don't want to die. I just chose a direction, let's fight. But I was a blind direction. I had no clue what the future held for me or my family. You can't stop change even if you tried. Your life is all about change. Every moment of every second of your life is changing. And if you can't stop change, all you can do is have a hand in its outcome. So why not work with that change? Yes, your life may not be completely pleasant right now. Not everything sucks, but you know what? It's not also extremely horrible. Let's pull on to those positive things. And let's see what we can do with them and work with the change. So we expect instant gratification. There is no one that goes through trauma or hardship or life circumstances where time is not the solution. You need to allow the time to happen. You can't expect everything to change on a dime. It's not going to. And you need to work with it. So work with it and let that time happen. And I guarantee you, if you work with it and let the time happen, you will go five years into it, look back and go, I didn't see this outcome. But the reality is, is when those bad days happen, you don't get through them on your own. You get through them with the people you love. Mm. When If I didn't have them to support and guide me through this journey, I wouldn't be here. I would be consumed with anger. I would be chased them out of my life. I would be turned to addictions. You don't get through these things on your own, right? Like you always want to help the people you love when you see them hurting, right? But when you're hurting and that help comes, you're like, I don't want any help. 
I need to do this on my own, which is one of the worst things you can say. His life is not easy. It wasn't designed for you to go through it on your own. I look at help like this. When you have one person trying to solve one problem, you have one person trying to solve one problem. The moment you accept help, you have a whole bunch of people with all these skills and talents and experiences and desire and love and caring trying to help you solve one problem. And I can promise you the hand is stronger than the thumb. I found that um, when people are depressed or they're going through really hard things in life, that we say no to things in life. It's our natural response is, hey, you want to come out for a beer? No, I can't. That's uh, too much for me. I'm, I don't want people to see me. I can't deal with it. I'm not ready to leave the house. We find reasons to say no. Sometimes we're like, I don't even know why I'm saying no. I'm just saying no to things we used to say yes to. We have to say yes because those yeses lead to life experiences. And those experiences would enrich your life. Hiding in your house all your day is never going to help you get through depression. Say yes to life. Because the more you say yes to life, the more you're going to live and the faster you're going to get out of that depression. The first time I went home was actually Boxing Day, uh, the day after Christmas. And it took two nurses, five bags of medical equipment, and an ambulance with two paramedics to take me home for one hour. And I was going home to celebrate Christmas. Uh, they let me stay at home for 90 minutes, actually, because I was doing fairly well. But after 90 minutes, we had to get back to the burn unit. And when I was going back to the burn unit, going down the White Mud Freeway, so I was driving from west to east. It's four in the afternoon at Christmas, so December, the sun is setting. And as I was looking, driving down the White Mud, looking out the back of the ambulance, I saw the sunset. It was the first sunset I had seen in nine months. And across the sun, across the sky, was red and orange and yellow, and they were just painted so beautifully. And as I looked out the back of the window, I was like, the last time I saw those three colors, my life was being changed in a horrible fire. And now they're so beautiful. And they're actually made from fire themselves. And there they are painted right across the sky. Maybe, just maybe, this fire doesn't have to be so ugly in my life. Maybe this fire can be a sunset. When I got to the burn unit, I went back into isolation. Tina came to see me that night. And when she came to see me, so there was a big window, it was like a five-foot window that they used to observe people in isolation because sometimes they're in critical care where you need constant watch. When I saw her walk by that window, something profound came out of my mouth. And as I saw my wife, I'm like, here comes my sunshine. That sunset changed the way I saw everything. And it changed my outlook on 